يدلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وخيرته من خلقه وأمينه ألا وحيه أرسله ربه رحمة للعالمين وحجة على خلقه وعباده أجمعين وأسأل الله أن يجعلنا من صالح أمته وأن يحشرنا يوم القيامة في زمرة ثم أما بعد إباد الله أولا أوسيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون وهذه الوسية وسية الله سبحانه وتعالى للأولين والآخرين كما قال جل في علا ولقد وصينا الذين أوتوا الكتاب من قبلكم وإياكم أن اتقوا الله First and foremost, O Sayyid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I advise myself and yourself to observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to fear Him as He ought to be feared, in open and in secret. For indeed, this is the wasiyah, this is the advice of Allah azza wa jal to the first of generations and the latter generations. As, as Allah azza wa jal said, وَلَقَدَ وَسَيْنَا الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلِكَ وَإِيَّاكُمْ أَنِ اتَّقُوا اللَّهِ That certainly we have given this wasiyah to the nations who came before you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and to your very nation that you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibad Allah, أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ أَرْبَعُ تَعُوذَاتِ أَمَرَنَا بها النبينا صلى الله عليه وسلم أمته بها وحثهم على الإناية بها إناية مستمرة ما مر الليالي والأيام أو مسلمز a supplication the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم توتس and a supplication which encourages ummah to say each and every single day and each and every single night due to its importance and the great need of the Muslim for this dua. In fact, this dua, the Prophet wasallam, he taught his companions this dua just as he would teach them a surah of the Qur'an. And this dua has been reported from the Prophet that he encourages Ummah to say this dua at all times as well as specific times. So which dua is this, O servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It is the dua which is reported in Sahih Muslim on the authority of Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu that he said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the Prophet sallallahu said إِذَا تَشَهَّدَ أَحَدُكُمْ فَلْيَسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنْ أَرْبَعِ That when one of you conclude his salah and before the taslim, let him seek refuge and safety with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from four matters. يَقُولُ اللَّهُمَّ إِنِّي أَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ أَذَابِ جَهَنَّمِ Oh Allah, I seek refuge and safety with you from the punishment of Al-Jahannam. وَمِنْ أَذَابِ الْقَبْرِ And the torment 
of the qabr وَمِنْ فِتْنَةِ الْمَحْيَا وَالْمَمَاتِ and the trial of life and death وَمِنْ شَرِّ فِتْنَةِ الْمَسِيحِ الدَّجَّالِ and this is the supplication which the Prophet ﷺ encouraged us to make just like Imam Muslim reported on the authority of Ibn Abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma anna nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kana yu'allimuhum hadha dua kama yu'allimuhum surat min al-Qur'an that the Prophet used to teach his companions this dua just as he would teach them a surah of the Qur'an and so this shows us the importance of this dua in the life of a Muslim and that a believer must give importance to this dua by learning this dua and learning the meanings contained in this dua and then implementing it in his life and these four supplications we have been commanded to say it at all times in the unrestricted sense meaning there is no specific time to say this dua but also at specific times like just before we conclude our prayer at the end of every prayer before you make your taslim you say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah there is a period where in du'as is responded to and the prophet sallallahu encouraged us to make the specific dua at that time and this dua it is a sunnatul mu'akkada it is a stress sunnah which the prophet sallallahu always implemented and he would always seek refuge with Allah Azza wa Jal from these four matters before he would conclude his prayer. And some scholars have taken the opinion that this dua is obligatory. But in the ilm zahaba ila wujubi dalik wa jumuruhum ala istihbabiha. Wadaqala muslimun fi sahihi an tawus anna wusa ala ibnahu kal ta'awadta. And so the great Mufassir of this Ummah, one of the students of Ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhuma ta'us, is reported to have asked his son, did you seek refuge with Allah Azza wa Jal from these four matters in your prayer? And his son responded, la. His son responded by saying no. He then told his son, a'id. Salatak. Repeat your prayer. And this shows us that some scholars have taken the view that this dua it is wajib. However, majority of them have said it is something which is recommended. And this shows us the importance of tarbiyah. Nurturing ourselves first and foremost and our children and giving importance to their deen. And teaching them these short comprehensive duas wherein they attain safety and refuge from all that which is feared. And if we recognize the importance of this dua and we comprehended its meanings, then as young and old, we would never ever leave this dua off. We would never ever leave this dua off. Ayyuhal mu'minun, at-ta'awwud i'tisamun billahi wal-tijau ilayhi litalabin najati wassalamah وَالْخَلَاسِ مِنَ الْمُؤْلِمِ الَّذِي يُخْشَ الْمَرْءُ مِنْهُمْ What is the meaning of isti'adha? When we say, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ What is the meaning of this phrase? 
Because the Prophet he opens this to I and he says, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika. Oh Allah, I seek refuge with you. And this means we seek itisam. We seek protection with none others besides Allah Azza wa In those matters which only Allah Azza wa can give us protection from, and none of the creation can aid and assist us in this, we only divert our focus to Allah. And so we make itisam billah. And we turn to him to request salvation and safety from everything which is feared by a person. This is the meaning of isti'adha. Kul a'udhu bi rabbil nas, malikil nas. Kul a'udhu bi rabbil falak, min sharri ma khalaq. That is the type of evil which we cannot attain safety from except by turning to Allah Azza wa Jal and seeking safety from him subhanahu wa ta'ala. For this reason, when we look at most of the prophetic du'as, in the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sought refuge from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find that he sought refuge from pain and distress and torment, or whatever leads to it. Whenever the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika, Oh Allah, I seek refuge with you. It means the Prophet ﷺ is seeking refuge from some type of pain, some type of distress, or some type of calamity, or anything which leads to it. فَإِذَا تَأَمَّلْتَ هَذِهِ التَّأَوَّذَاتُ الْأَرْبَعِ فَإِنَّ التَّأَوَّذَ مِنَ النَّارِ وَأَذَابَ الْقَبْرِ تَأَوَّذٌ مِنْ أَعْظَمِ الْمُؤْلِمَاتِ So when we see and we reflect over these words of the Prophet and these four statements which he made, we find that he sought refuge from that which brings the greatest of destruction and the greatest of pains. And that is the pain of the punishment of the grave and the greater fear and the greater pain which is the torment of the al-fire. We seek refuge with Allah from this. The Prophet in the supplication, he also sought refuge and safety with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the trials of life and death. And he concluded this dua with seeking refuge from the greatest trial which this ummah and any ummah which came before it will face and this is the fitna of al-Masih al-Dajjal. The fitna of the false messiah al-Dajjal. Ma'ashiru al-ibad at-ta'awud billahi min al-nari يتناول التأوذ من الأسباب المفضية إليها كما جاء في الدعاء الآخر that seeking refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the torment of the al-fire it includes seeking safety with him from each and everything which leads to the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it leads to the fire of al-jannah like we learn in the du'a in the Prophet Sallallahu used to often say Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-nar ma qarraba ilayha min qawlin aw amal Oh Allah, I seek refuge with you from the torment of the al-fire and whatever draws me closer to it of statements and actions and so seeking refuge with Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala from the torment of Jahannam it necessitates seeking refuge with him from every matter 
which leads to it. And so it's not just upon the believer to say this to us, but it doesn't take the means towards attaining safety from Jahannam. But rather, whenever the Prophet encourages Ummah with dua, it means he also encouraged his Ummah to take action. So a person who simply says, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-nar, oh Allah, I seek refuge with you from the hellfire, but the person does the actions of the people of the hellfire, this person will not attain safety with Allah Azza wa Jal from the hellfire. So seeking refuge with Allah Azza wa Jal requires us to take action and to protect ourselves from each and every single statement and each and every single action which leads to the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Secondly, the Prophet sallallahu sought refuge from the adab of the Qabr. The Prophet said, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adhab jahannam wa min adhab al-qabr. Oh Allah, I seek refuge and safety with you from the trial of the grave. For people are being punished in their graves due to their crimes and their sins. That we know that sins and evil deeds, it has consequences. And if the muwahidun, the people of Tawheed, do not repent from these sins in the dunya, they are liable for this punishment in the year after. Either Allah Azza wa Jal forgives them, or Allah Azza wa Jal punishes them. And one wisdom behind the punishment of the grave is the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal lightens the burden of sins in the year after for the believers. And this is something which is affirmed in many places in the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. On one occasion, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam passed by a grave. And this hadith is found in the Sahih in Bukhari and Muslim. And he said, Innahuma la yu'adhibani wa ma yu'adhibani fi kabiri. The Prophet was given some insight into the unseen. Not in the unrestricted sense, but he was given some insight into the unseen to increase his conviction in these matters. And so the Prophet said, That these two inhabitants of the graves, they are certainly being punished. And they are not being punished for a major sin and a major crime. As for this one, then he never used to protect himself from the splashes of urine. That perhaps he stood and he urinated, and that splashes went on his body, and he prayed in those clothing, and so on and so forth. So this person is being punished due to the najasa that fell on his clothing or his body. As for this one, he used to spread tales amongst the people. Tail bearing. Did you hear this? Did you see that? This one said that. And he transferred this amongst the people. And these are two reasons why people are being punished in the graves. And so us as Ahlu Sunnati wal Jama'ah, we affirm that punishment of the grave is haqq. And there is ijma, there is consensus from the scholars of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah that the punishment of the grave is a reality. One verse which proves this implicitly is the verse in Surah Ibrahim 
verse 27, where Allah says, That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give steadfastness and He will make firm those of amongst you who believe with the firm word He'll make them steadfast upon the kalima wa tawheed La ilaha illallah in this world It refers to the questioning of the grave and indal khisan And so this matter of the punishment of the grave is something which is a reality and we affirm it and we should seek refuge with Allah Azza wa Jal on a daily basis from this torment, ibadullah. The Prophet Sallallahu then sought refuge and he said, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adhab al-qabri wa min adhab jahannam wa min fitnati al-mahya wal-mamat. The Prophet Sallallahu then sought refuge from the trial of life and death. Because certainly this life which Allah Azza wa Jal has afforded us, it is a test. It is a fitna, it is an imtihan, it is an ikhtibar. That Allah Azza wa tests us, whom from amongst us are best in deeds. لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا That Allah Azza wa is the one who has created death and life to test us, who of us are best in deeds. And so certainly there are many fitan, and we are living in the time of fitan. We are living in the time of trials and tests. And this is something which each and every single Muslim experiences at every moment of the day. And these fitan, they come in the form of doubts. Either shubuhat or shahuat. It is either a doubt which comes to us, and either the believer, he has sufficient knowledge to ward off this doubt, or this doubt occurs in his mind and this doubt becomes a belief and this doubt takes him away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from the correct aqidah and manage. Just like we are all presented with the trials of desires and how many are they today? The trials of desires each and every single place we look we see fitna we see facade. Even in the comfort of our own homes, we are presented with these types of fitan. We see it on the television. For those of us who do not have television, we see it on our devices. And so this is something which is a reality. And this dua should become more important to us in these times that we seek refuge with Allah Azza wa Jal from the trial of Al-Mahya wal Mamat, the trials of life and the trials of death. Aqulu hadha al-kawl wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum min kulli dhamb fastaghfiruh innahu wal ghafurul rahim. Alhamdulillahi wahdah Wassalatu ala man la nabiyya ba'dah Wa ba'd Ibadallah 
قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتقوا الله حيثما كنت واتبي سيئه الحسنه تمحوها وخالق الناس بخلق حسن the prophet sallallahu exhorts us towards taqwa firstly the rights of allah azza wa jal and the prophet says fear allah azza wa jal wherever you are and follow up a bad deed with a good deed it will wipe it out and interact with people in a goodly manner Ibadallah, the Prophet Sallallahu taught us this dua and we mentioned that this dua it becomes more of a reality for us in this time which we are living in and many scholars have said that we are living in the Akhirul Zaman that we are living in the time where we are experiencing the minor signs of the of Qiyamah. And in fact, we are drawing closer to the major signs. And so this dua becomes more of a reality for the believer who recognizes the time that he finds himself in. And so the Prophet he taught us and he said, just like he taught his Sahaba, a surah of the Quran, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adhabi jahannam wa min adhabi al-qabri وَمِنْ فِتْنَةِ الْمَحْيَا وَالْمَمَاتِ وَمِنْ شَبْرِ فِتْنَةِ الْمَسِيحِ الدَّجَّالِ The fourth matter which the Prophet sought refuge from, it was the trial, the fitna, the imtihan, the ikhtibar of the Masih al-Dajjal, which will be the greatest trial any ummah has ever faced. It will be the greatest trial which any ummah ever faced. And for this reason the Prophet said, مَا بَأَثَ اللَّهُ مِنْ نَبِيٍ إِلَّا أَنْذَرَ أُمَّتَهُ وَأَنْذَرَهُ نُوحٌ وَالنَّبِيُّونَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِ رواه البخاري. The Prophet said that Allah Azza wa Jal did not send a single messenger and a single prophet except that he warned his ummah of the trial of Dajjal أَنْذَرَهُ نُوحٌ وَالنَّبِيُّونَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِ The first prophet which was sent was Nuh and he warned his people about the trial of Dajjal and likewise, all prophets which came after him warned their umam, their nations, from the trial of Ad-Dajjal. And the Prophet said, Inni la'undhirukumuh. And I certainly warn you. And so we take the warnings of the Prophet and we fear it. And indeed, the salaf of this ummah, they used to remind each other about the trial of the fitna of Al-Masih al-Dajjal. قال السفريني رحم الله تعالى مما ينبغي لكل عالم أن يبث أحاديث الدجال بين الأولاد والنساء والرجال لا سيما في زماننا هذا الذي اشرأبت فيه الفتن وكثرت فيه. So السفريني was a classical scholar and lived many centuries ago. He said it is becoming of every learned individual that he narrates the ahadith of Ad-Dajjal amongst his children and amongst his women folk and amongst his companions. And he says, more so in this current time which we are living in, wherein fitan has become manifest and it has become very, very much. So what would this great scholar of Al-Islam say about the times wherein we are living in? Where this fitan is a reality for us. And where we see this deception being played out each and every single day. 
it becomes more and more important for us than to learn about the Dajjal, to know his attributes, to know his characteristics, and to know the signs of his coming. And Ibn Arabi said regarding all of these narrations wherein the Dajjal is mentioned, all of that is a fearful affair. And so for this reason, the Prophet he sought refuge from the fitna, the trial and tribulation of Al-Masih Al-Dajjal. Ayyuhal Mu'minun, Jadirun bina an na'na inayatan azimatan bihadi ta'ubudat al-arba'ah. Ibadallah, it is important for us to learn the supplication, to understand its meanings, and to implement it in our lives. To seek refuge from the hellfire, to seek refuge with Allah Azza wa Jal from the trial of the grave, and to seek refuge with Allah Azza wa Jal from the trial of living and death, and to seek refuge with Allah Azza wa Jal from the Masih al-Dajjal. وَهَذَا وَصَلُّ رَحِمَكُمُ اللَّهُ عَلَى خَيْرِ الْبَرِيَّةِ وَأَزْكَ الْبَشَرِيَّةِ صَاحِبُ الْحَوْدِ وَالشَّفَاءَةِ فَقَدْ أَمَرَنَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَ وَتَعَالَى فِي كِتَابِهِ قَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صل وسلم وزد وبارك على عبدك ورسولك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وارض اللهم عن خلفاء الأربعة أبي بكر وعمر 